Salam Radio Show acknowledges that the land from which we're broadcasting is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The colonial project is ongoing and continues to disenfranchise First Nation people. I recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded and like to pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Salam y'all and welcome to Salam Radio Show. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday afternoon. As we come to you with a really special guest whom I'm very excited to have on the show. I have Adi here. How are you, Adi? Hi, I'm good. Um, How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. I'm really excited and nervous. And um, I I really love the air, live to air shows. um, And I'm pretty proud of the guests that we're having so far, especially you, Adi. Thank you. Um, A bit of intro of yourself, Adi Jadu. Uh, composes cinematic atmospheric pieces played live through electronic instruments, on occasion conducting ensembles, pairing classical elements currently referencing chamber music, Vedic, uh, Baroque and various folk traditions with industrial synthesizers 808 and pop autotune. The work is idiosyncratic with both articulate and incomprehensible lyrics and conversions of melody and texture, metric and arrhythmic f- phases. Uh, so Jadu, how's, how's your day going? How's your Sunday? Yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty chill, just been prepping for this. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you on the show. And uh, we've been setting up your equipment in the studio. I've seen a lot of your work and been very impressed with the various medium that you use and diverse you can be. Do you mind me asking what shows you went to? Because then I could actually, yeah, can like, I know like every time it's like slightly different. So yeah, um, the, uh, the latest one is um, the liquid architecture show at Rising. Yeah. And um, yeah, there was an amazing installation of um, projection and laser Mm, um, that separates both you and Emma, who also performs next to you. Um, and yeah, it was incredible the, how the visuals interact with with the music yeah. as well. That and was a special one, for sure. Yeah, I feel like there's always a commonality in your shows that there's always an element of interaction of or, or engaging of audience. Mm. Um, I, the other show I've seen... I guess it's something that you created, which is a gallery at No Vacancy. Mm. Oh, um, cool. Oh, it's amazing that you came there. Yeah, that was a really incredible um, exhibition. Thank you. Um, and you've had, I think I went to the show by Rohan Robiero, experimenting mm. with the drumming. And uh, you had your teacher as well. Yeah, speak on that day. Yes. Yeah, that was maybe a year ago or not ju- just about. Yeah, that was a, a sound installation um, commissioned by City of Melbourne um, and Public Art Melbourne. Yeah, I, I really, I really um, expanded <laughs> my skill set in that project, and 
hopefully do a sound installation um, maybe, I don't know, in the next two years when I've recovered from, yeah, just so, sort of integrating rather all that information and all the experiences from what comes from learning a new um, technique, I'd say, or like a new, yeah, repertoire. Yeah, because you you do so many things in the in the art scene. Like you um, curate events, you have short films, mm. uh, you um, you sing, you you do collaborative performance with ensembles. Um, I don't know how you do all this together, but it's very impressive and Thank and you. and you can see the connection between all of this and what you're trying to do as mm. well, and the strong sense of identity in each of your perfor performance oh, uh, thanks sometimes <laughs> I wonder yeah if I'm just um <laughs> some if some people on the other end not that it's a bad thing or a good thing but if they're just like what is <laughs> wow what next like <laughs> or like um whether that it is comp uh what is it got some sort of like through line but it's nice to hear yeah <laughs> yeah we're definitely all wondering wow what's next uh, <laughs> but we'll leave it up to you to show us uh, no pressure whatever you do is amazing Mm. Um, yeah, there's definitely like uh, elements that, you know, show in your in your work. Uh, like, I feel like there's always a touch on uh, human connection, belonging, um, uh, like how to balance life between, you know, being um, Australian and having a, a cultural background. Um, all of these things that we all relate to, you touch in your art. And um, one more thing is like uh, you talk about is healing, healing through art, which I'm really interested in knowing more about this particular topic mm. and how you, you seek to implement it in your art and mm. performance. Uh, I guess like something that I find really fascinating about Indian culture and India's Indian, I have Hindu background um, and um, the... An aspect or a quality of the cultural practice of the identity the philosophy everything is always it's always in reverence slash always uh, about attuning to the body and the human experience or you know enhancing it cleansing it uh, energizing or you know the language itself when you speak you know the old uh, languages of of India mm. it has uh, resonance it actually massages the muscles in the mouth um, this is all just a byproduct of what that what that culture is uh, mm. that's something that's really distinct uh, I'm sure there's other cultures that do the same thing but I guess this is um, I don't yeah I don't know I'm a very slow learner so I'd rather just like focus on my background this like very fortunate thing uh, of being Indian and Australian and Mauritian there's a lot for me to unpack already. And yeah, so I'm very, I've, I find that such a beautiful quality of, um, of India, of Indian culture, of um, the song, the dance, everything in between that I try to find or I just don't even try. It's like I, I just automatically want to see what that is like in recreating, in, in my artistic, in my, in my life expression. And of course, you know, being human, there's always like, we have, we fail and we have an, an ideal that we 
wish to push towards. So perhaps the art that I make in some way through my own, like whatever that makes me me um, can be in service of other people connecting to some sort of more than human experience. And by that, I don't mean like it necessarily has to be a spiritual or a mystical thing. It's more like even more human, <laughs> you know, like yeah. really touching into to what we are. And and that to me is healing. That yeah. to me is um, healing a lot of stuff of disconnection, which is generally what I think is the only downfall is like, um, you know, when you meditate or if you're feeling like you're not connected to the community, you sorry, that was two different things. Let's go back. <laughs> if no, you're that's, feeling that's disconnected, cool. yeah, like yeah. in whichever way, whether it's like disconnected from the present moment or disconnected from community, disconnected from the trends that's going on, the, f the, the weather, anything, it's like there is a break there. And, and I think in that and what sometimes music and art can do is to pause everything and give yourself space not physical but some strange space in your body where you are compelled to come back home or come back to the point of of, of center or integrity mm. yeah and um there is a lot of amazing artists in in melbourne that are doing that and you know their work is is um very daring and experimental and mm, for sure and it's it's really beautiful to see how people can express themselves through art through mm. dancing even through curating an event which mm. um there's a lot of talents here mm -hmm. um and you've collaborated with a lot of artists in melbourne um I really enjoyed watching uh, the video clip Untitled. Um, oh, amazing. Thanks. That was with uh, Magsy yeah. um, Blue, Jay, Jay yeah. Blue, and Miracia, yeah. who are all amazing performers and artists in their own way. How did that project come about? Um, I was actually initially working with the stylist Eve uh, Maxwell, who goes by the name Age of Foolishness mm -hmm. and we I essentially wanted this song that was touching on identity to and um, if there was any theme at all sometimes music doesn't really have any particular rhyme or reason why mm. you make it but um, but then there was a couple of lyrics that I put in there and it just transformed the song into um, something about these like identities that I bridge Mm. or have and I wanted to see what clothing could do in that context of like telling the story I find clothing such a important and beautiful way of expressing and like just being yourself and telling the t you know the time of of an era or, you know the technologies that are around mm. so in that yeah that song kind of in her mind she split identity into three different roles of like vulnerability mm. um dominance and alien and these are sort of masks that we wear at different times to influence how people perceive us yeah. and that could be something looked at like a trajectory of like being young um being kind of like in the adolescent age and then 
as you're growing older and you're sort of your guard's quite thick and you've just you know Mm. you then have this like sense of dominance as like your way of moving through the world and 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 protecting yourself and but then also at one time at any point in your life you could almost hold any of the three interchangeably or together and yeah we just we then were like okay three themes let's um let's look at House of Silky because they have three artists Mm. and at that time one of the artists was away so fortunately Mags came on board and now House of Silky is huge you know House of Silky Nam Mm. is like and in Garo country it's quite a large number of people but yeah we started there as that sort of like the synchronicity or like the the idea of having these peeps like represent our inner thoughts and in and and that song itself so yeah and and the video clip is amazing the way it's edited and choreographed and it's a really um really amazing piece of art i guess and um i guess you you call your video clips films as well rather than video clips (laughs) i I think so (laughs) short films sorry um, no, that's fine. <laughs> you picked up on that, which is crazy. Yeah, no, but I love that because you're trying to challenge the way people perceive things. And I guess, like, my understanding is you wanted people to think of it as a piece of art, not yeah, you know, not just a, a music video clip. Well, actually, there's a lot that goes on into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my bro was telling me that looney tune cartoons are technically short films and you know like if, if <laughs> so it's still got you know beginning yeah. middle and end and all that so i think i think it's just whatever people want to call it but yeah yeah mm. i guess you're right like how do i want people to perceive it and how much attention um mm. yeah cool well let's play one of um your song untitled sure. and then we'll be back a glow dirty brown A glow dirty gold 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 a glow dirty brown, a glow dirty gold, a glow dirty brown, a glow dirty gold, a glow dirty gold.
You're tuning to Salam Radio Show. I'm your host, Marushti, and I'm here with Arti Jadu. We were playing Untitled by Arti Jadu. You should check out that um, EP on Bandcamp. There's remixes by amazing local artists such as Kionil, Mir- Miracia, and Danny F. Um, hi, Arti. Hi. <laughs> I guess I want to um, show a little bit of the different things that you do, the different um, uh, art that you do. And I want to move more to the classical stuff and like Indian Indian music as well. You've done a lot of um, shows with Matt Coldrick. How did that collaboration come, come about? about? Yeah, yeah. Um, this was, I think we met, I don't know, 2013 or something like that and we met by chance um playing on stage um for my teacher my Indian classical teachers uh, concert in St Kilda Mm -hmm. and just he also invited Matt Coldrick and I hadn't I didn't know him before so when we were I was playing a singing a bhajan he just started playing behind me didn't know the rag like the the key or anything he just sort of improvised mm-hmm. and it was quite lovely because um of the complete difference sonically and then as we got to know each other like 
we were just miles apart as well. Like we had some things that were that were a similar interest, but um, we came from completely different backgrounds, completely different. Like, um, like he was, he met me after a huge like music career in his own way, and then I was had barely even started making music kind of thing and so yeah it's like uh, that's kind of how we started and where we met yeah yeah you can see like a beautiful coherence between what he's doing and in your voice on top of it hmm. um i i love hearing your voice and uh this one with no filters with no you know just like um Oh yeah, no, yeah. no effects, no, <laughs> no auto tune. <laughs> I, I would love to show that the difference because they're both really cool. Like, yeah, go for it. Um, for sure. Yeah, so would would love to play the song called Terra Nam mm-hmm. uh, by Artie Jadu and Matt Coldrick. And for the listeners out there, we have a live performance coming up soon by Artie, so stay tuned. And yeah, you're tuning to Salam Radio Show.
And you're tuning to Salam Radio Show. I'm your host Marushti, and I will play a couple more songs by Arti and Matt Coldrick. So, um, you're listening to the beautiful sounds of Adi, Jadu, and Matt Coldrick. We're just speaking before about um, the connection of classical music and Indian, um, Indian spiritual devotional music. And yeah, you can hear it in this beautiful uh, clip that we're playing of Adi, Jadu, and Matt Coldrick live performance at Jairam. We're also prepping for the live-to-air um, performance by Adi, uh, which will be with you soon. So, Adi, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, so um, we are talking before, maybe would you like to elaborate? Um, I know that your upbringing is from uh, a family that practices art and music devotionally and but also you're really big in the Melbourne experimental scene and it's something that you're exploring 
quite a fair bit at the moment. How do you find the balance between, you know, those two different, very different genres, and how do you combine both? Yeah, um, I guess that's uh, the question that makes me practice and that um, you know bridges time for me. So mm-hmm. um, knowing that there's uh, various modes of music. Uh, and intentions that have moved me so deeply that is so undeniable that has given me my voice as well made me understand I have a voice and that I can Mm. give something to this world Mm. you know there's like really there's really nothing else that um, affects me and perhaps other people more than that so that's also you can see that I play like electronic music but then mm. I still want to incorporate the voice because that to me is um it resonates from within my body there's no separation between me and sound at that point so even that's just like a minute way of um bringing in some of the values from devotional music and practice mm. this stuff is like researched thoroughly Mm. and for thousands of years and it comes down to sound and and uh, sorry it comes down to voice and 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 rhythm you know and pitch and rhythm and Mm. and just trance through through using the voice and through using Mm. percussion that's like the fundamental instruments from the devotional music that I was brought up with, clapping your hands yeah, and singing. Yeah. Nothing interferes with that. It's mm. just your body. And if you can't clap your hands, you don't have any hands. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you can sing. Um, so that's, yeah, that's something that I can show is like a way that I've incorporated that. But yeah, it's just, that's a huge question for me. You know, how mm. can performance be beyond the ego and how can I keep check of myself and be... Mm. never on stage like just in devotional music we practice having a shrine mm. on stage and there's definitely other forms of it you know where you can witness people in you, know, you might have seen maybe um, the welling dervishes come through to yeah. Nam at some point and it's an interesting thing where you're witnessing someone's very intimate personal practice on stage and I'm not saying that's where I get to every time but there's definitely the conversation with some of my you know fellow musicians that Mm. that is an intention sometimes is that it's you you forget and you lose track of what what your path is but essentially some of us just want to feel that that point of connection that time that moment stand still yeah um and where you've um you're not doing anything anymore it's like something else doing it for you so again it's not exactly where i get to but Mm. but sometimes i practice that and sometimes that yeah that's i guess where i want to come back to at some point yeah um no, I feel like there's definitely a strong connection between spirituality and music and 
when it's all combined with creativity and um you know um uh, and you know believing in something um it becomes something great like a lot of for example a lot of arabic artists um some of the best folklore musicians mm. um in the middle east like um kulsum sabah fakhri they were trained um to sing the azan which is the quranic mm. verse um and then they pursued their you know their um career as singers and they're some of the most amazing singers mm. um in the middle east and the most touching um and the most talented too so it's really interesting to know how it all connects um and uh, yeah i would be if they were still alive i would love to know how you know this led them to that and how it still intertwine mm. within their work and how it influences each other uh, itself like the the spiritual side of thing and the artistic side of things and the creativity yeah i mean yeah. like you spoke about indian classical music or classical music and I think that's a really interesting um genre in the sense that um or practice rather that like they look at sound as being the divinity which they wish to merge with you mm. know and we can hear that with sometimes no noise music mm. it just depends if people are actually like putting they truly are seeking that and they're really yeah. coming to that as like part of their if that's important to them you know sometimes yeah. people like to feel something but um maybe it's about this like holistic approach that makes that kind of separates or creates like a characterizes certain practices as being devotional mm. all right well i'm going to let um this song play out kali yeah. uh it's at timber music box um and it's by you ari jadu and i'll let you um go to the studio and set up for the live performance which we're really excited to hear okay <laughs> see you
Um, that was Kali. The song is called Kali by Ari Jadu. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. And just about now, Ari will start her performance. I might play a couple of ads before. And yeah, stay tuned. Bisexual Alliance Victoria is a not-for-profit organisation dedicated to equality and justice for multi-gender attracted people, including bi, pan, regardless of label or no label at all, their partners and allies. Bisexual Alliance runs discussion groups in person and online. The group offers a safe and fun space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your sexual identity and provide peer support. Bisexual Alliance is especially keen to hear from multi-gender attracted people in regional and rural Victoria. Donations of $2 or more to Bisexual Alliance are now tax deductible. For more information, visit our website at bi-alliance.org, email info at bi And we're ready. Ari Jadu will be performing live. You're tuning to 3CR community radio and this is Salam Radio Show. Perpendicular, dip 
Stuff that's beyond me, simple allegory. All the stuff that's beyond simple allegory. Mm-hmm. 
times of contradiction, not knowing what could park into my soul, not knowing if any of it was relevant, seated and dry go run uninterrupted, for a victory far away, between us what seems like sweet misery, silently they will wait, and wait with others, all the company I keep is not consistent, and at times stale, stuck and grey. But together there's both vitality and decay. Too precious is the feeling of sleepless behavior. You own the four white walls and floors too smooth for my everyday. But you care and I know if even that's it.
Wow, that was a live performance by Adi Jadu. I really enjoyed that. What an incredible performance. Really blessed to have Adi here with us on Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show and um, I'm your host, Marushti. Thanks, Adi, for this wonderful performance. That was amazing. Thanks. <laughs> How did you feel whilst performing in the studio? Yeah, not too bad. It's yeah. good, yeah. I remember doing once before with a guitar and that was nerve-wracking. And this time it felt fine. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. That's great. Um, I can't wait to hear it back because um, most of our recordings on 3CR are recorded on it with analog equipment mm, so yeah. you, don't, you don't get that anywhere else um, cool even exciting though, yeah even though it'll be mono but um it'll be it'll have a different texture to it with the analog stuff so yeah. i'm really excited for that yeah we played before this some of the stuff you've done with matt Coldrick, yeah you know singing indian classic style and now this is um a bit of a contrast to your <laughs> previous work um but <laughs> Yeah, really beautiful as well. Um, do you have different feelings when performing those different, you know, different yeah. acts? Yeah, I feel like we're quite busy in these ones. Like I've got lots of things to do, <laughs> like playing the synth and doing this. Yeah. And, um, so <laughs> multitasking. Yeah, yeah. So I think. Um, yeah, and like we're talking just to like sort of draw it back to what we we're talking about before. I think um, the setup of performance art in. Um, a you know contemporary context of club and all these other places um it's um can be quite stressful so I think like in those moments it's like um different different feeling of like trying to center yourself and get in- onto stage sometimes it's adrenaline rushing and stuff mm. and it's not quite the same in the other context so I'd just also like to specify that this the music that you listen to with Matt Coldrick is actually um Pudgeon, so it's devotional music and not it sort of has some sort of roots in um, Indian classical music but it's not at all um, limited or exclusive to that form of of music so just to be clear about it but um, yeah you know like so the settings are different the intentions are different yeah so I think accordingly get a bit excited on in those other contexts and stage and Yeah. yeah yeah Thanks for a correction. Um, That's okay. Yeah. No, it's good to know that all these different um, genres that, um, yeah, you're not ne- necessarily exposed to every day. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I don't expect you yeah. to know. It. And I think it's like, it's actually probably really great to to speak about it, like in the flow of this conversation, because, um, mm. because I think there's... Um, you know like you're not wrong in saying it there's some like they they mu- music is based in drag music even you know pop indian music has mm. um some of it still retains that sort of like traditional 
yeah. music, um, the, the, the lineage, you know, the singers are like really well trained in Indian classical music before mm. they can even do, <laughs> you know, do anything on like as like a rock star or something. <laughs> so it's like. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's like, it's like, I'm sure there's like heaps mm. of musicians out there that I don't know of, but more so like in um, Indian cinema music and stuff, they're all trained. Like majority yeah. of them are trained. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. In, in Indian classical music. So it's like quite, quite crazy how much that has held on you know yeah. through the years yeah I, um, I mean I grew up listening to a lot of Bollywood music yeah so sweet I really love it yeah it's me too a lot of beautiful energy mm. um, it's also even better watching the people dance to the to, to it in, mm. in, in synchronicity like um, the same oh yeah <laughs> it's such a fun vibe to see um, but yeah tell us about your setup you had a really cool setup in the studio tell us about this setup I know you want to change it but <laughs> you were talking about that before yeah um, I use um, a vocal processor to begin with that um, makes my voice auto-tuned or pitched down and up and um, then I run then I've got a couple of synthesizers that I use mm-hmm. um, and a sampler and um i run this some of the synthesis like one of the synthesizers and my vocals through um an effects send as well and i usually have a mixer on stage so cool. kind of have to <laughs> do that <laughs> yeah problematic but it's good it's also got its benefits yeah cuz you can control yeah it's kind of hard like translating electronic music on stage yeah, I find it interesting because to whatever you f- you hear in the studio, you you kind of want to bring that as well. Well, mm. you know, you want the choice at least, and means that you need to have a f- few ways to sort of arrange the sounds back into effects, and a mixer can do that for you. Yeah, great. Um, Was that the same um, setup you used for uh, Liquid Architecture? Yeah, that was for, yeah, I did that because it sounded like you were keen (laughs) to have a bit of that set here. So, yes, it was the same set. Thank you. (laughs) Unfortunately, Emma couldn't make it. Emma Ovenden couldn't make it today. Um, But so I did my best. I was like definitely multitasking even further today to try and compensate. But um, it sounded immaculate. (laughs) It was perfect. yeah, tell us a little bit about that gig with um at Liquid Architecture, um, um the the installation and did you also plan the installation? Did it all come together or? Yeah, it was a bit yeah. last minute, um, but it, in a sense, not as well. Like I I collaborated with Jolie um, Boardman, who's, um, a lighting designer technician, or technologist rather, and um does projection work as well um and likes to start his visuals from like pretty much the ground up and yeah so I think for us it worked to collaborate on simplicity and um yeah it was just a I I just I really like the idea of like flipping stages and like changing Mm. the way we look at stage as we're talking about you know like maybe if I experiment with this stage um we stop thinking about it as this like the hero um Mm. and maybe we kind of get a bit more immersed or we can just 
you know, stretch our minds and yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. And I feel like that is a commonality in your work, which is um, to change our perception of how things should be, like even in your events curation, um, for example, Objects of Desire, Mm. uh, where your thought is to make the, you know, move from the club scene, make it more uh, emerge between a museum and a club. Mm, Yeah. That's such a cool idea. I feel like a lot of collectives are touching on that Mm -hmm. at the moment. Yeah, it's exciting to see. And yeah, the club scene should, you know, we have that space. Yeah. To see artists, you know, taking opportunities and doing, you know, things they love, things that, you know, relate to them. And in a club scene um, is is really beautiful to mm. see. I unfortunately couldn't make it to that event, but how was uh, it? How yeah, it yeah, it was incredible. It's the second yeah. sort of uh, you know, Untitled was also sort of um, manifested in a club night as well. So it's like it's interesting because it, I don't know, like you're just like, is it a club night? I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> yeah, um, there's definitely dancing and stuff so (laughs) um yeah I really like the aesthetic of clubs I think there's um there's a huge sense of reverence to to um space and to sound and to Mm. the source of light as well um it's very like specific and moody and trance-like as well so because of that I do stick around that I prefer to do something in that scene than a gallery sometimes unless the gallery or the museum is also bare you know mm. like I don't mind yoga studios it's like so cool. bare there's nothing in it yeah so to start from there is really beautiful but a club's like of course there's some structures around it but yeah anyway babbling um no. yeah objects of desire was sick it was yeah yeah a really wet like a beautiful team on board and um again yeah working with jolly as well on lighting was pretty spectacular use of lasers um and so cool to have fjorn um, papaphilia Mm. be the headline as well um and really like explore that theme um with the group and with her yeah yeah amazing artist as well to look up for um yeah thanks a lot Adi for being on the show yeah you're welcome um, thank you yeah but thanks before I go actually there's one more thing you were yes. telling me you're um working on a project um uh, at the yes, moment yes yeah yeah I don't personally have any things coming up for myself um yeah. which is refreshing um but next month which is literally tomorrow or something. <laughs> uh, so like next Saturday, I, um, I've i been assisting for a year almost now on a artist, Mishka Beckman's work at Arts House and they're launching it at um, Arts House on the 5th. It's called Sublime Stim. Um, it's Amazing. easy to Google, but um, essentially... Um, on the closing or the the wrap-up event, um, which will be three weeks from then. Um, Myself and a team of musicians will be also playing alongside their show. Mm. Uh, This is all based on um, autistic culture and STEM uh, as as an activity, as a sensory understanding and um, exploring our our uh, sensory profile, something that is innately 
uh, within us all, not just people of the autistic community. Um, mm. And so this will be an exhibition and also a video launch and a really vast array of works that came from a bunch, a series of workshops that they did um, looking at experiences that they had and changing changing it to um to what they i guess wished for in the world and in the same sense like educating a huge community about the experience of questionnaires of um as a neurodivergent person Mm. um and waiting rooms and these like quite tense spaces and Mm. inethical spaces uh, and practices um within the health industry so this was where it started and then now we're going to show all the works that are coming from there as well as their own practices which is a again quite a multidisciplinary (laughs) um yeah that sounds incredible like I, I feel like a lot of your projects are based around you know a message a concept that you know you want to shed a light on and you know share your experience I think Um, everyone's work is though you know like whether they if they just wanted to paint a red wall like (laughs) that's got something there Mm. you know so I think Mm. I appreciate you saying that yeah still yeah um and you've worked with Mishka before on another... Yeah, we, um, mer- we worked on another short film. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know too much. <laughs> um, on a film called Just Eyes, uh, which was my first film I made. It's um, amazing. Oh, thank yeah. you. Um, it's uh, on... Ver- uh, where can people see it, the short film? Um, yeah, I had an interview on Verve um, through Margarita... And, yeah, that talks a bit about the process of making the film with Mishka and also, yeah, um, yeah just YouTube. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. I'll, I'll play, um, I will be playing that song, but before I do, thanks, Ari, for being on Salam Thank Radio you. Show. Thank um, you. That was an amazing performance and I really enjoyed the interview and getting to know you a bit more. Yeah, likewise. And I hope you have a nice Sunday. Cool, thanks. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of it. All right.
that was Just Eyes by Ari Jadu and Matthew Hayes. Uh, you should check out this um, short films that this sound uh, art is made for. Um, you can find it on YouTube and also you can find find it on Verve magazine with a short interview with Ari on how they made this film. Um, you're tuning to Salam Radio Show. And I'm your host, Marushti. And we had Adi in the studio who just did an amazing live performance. Um, uh, for those who listened, we hope I hope you really enjoyed that. Um, and I thought to play a couple more songs by Adi that highlights her different s- style. Uh, this one is called Parenthesis. And it's by Adi Jadu and Pusha. And uh, it's by Pure Space Label on Bandcamp.
by Adi Jadu and Pusha on Pure Space label. Check this out on Bandcamp. Uh, you're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. I'm your host, Marushti, and yeah, this whole show we've been talking to Adi Jadu, uh, who just did a live performance. If you want to listen back to our show, you can go to 3cr.org.au and uh, he will continue playing some music this uh, album is called Untitled and it's by Flux Label a really cool Melbourne based label Um, and uh, yeah Untitled 1 it's remixes of the song Untitled by R.T. Jadu and the first remix is by Kuyanil hope you enjoy Thank you. 
Sia, a remix of Untitled, uh, Untitled One. Um, this is an album on Flux and it has a couple of remixes of Artie Jadu's song Untitled. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio and I thought I'd end the show with an old Arabic mawal that I found on um, YouTube. Uh, it's a really beautiful mawal. Mawal is um, it's like a spoken word poetry sung in a, in a very specific way on top of music. Um, but yeah, 
let's have a listen. This will go for 20 minutes. I hope you enjoyed the show. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show community on 3CR Community Radio. <laughs> سواقي ما طفو ناري هو لسعون الأفاعي سكنت بكبدي ولسعون ما شفت بالعمر وغراب عني أفل نجم الحب وغراب ويلي
أقسى ما شفت بالعمر وغراب عني أفل نجم الحب وغراب وغراب علي الحبايب يا با يا با يا با يا با خدوش ريان قلبي حاك منه خدوش ريان قلبي حاك منه ومربع للضفاير حاك منه
يا حبت وات يا حبت وات ينبر لطواله لجل شعر الغول فيه الطواله يا صبي خمرتك فوق الطوال ارتمى الفنجان وانكب شرايف وليه 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 ويهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهيهي
اللو يا خيال انزال كلمة تتلا بخيال اللو يا خيال انزال الفرس بدا خياله فرس بدا خياله وسنا لبس تخل صارت الباب حاله كلمة تتلا بخيال اللو يا خيال انزال فرس بدا خياله فرس بدا خياله مشيتها مشيت غزالي طلتها طلت خيالي مشيتها مشيت غزالي طلتها طلت خيالي عجبين الامر بلالي سبحان الخالق جماله عجبين الامر بلالي سبحان الخالق جماله كلمه تتلاقى بخيال قلو يا خيال انزال فرس بدا خياله فرس بدا خياله وسنا لبس خلخاله صارت الباب حاله كلمه تتلاقى بخيال قلو يا خيال انزال كلمه تتلاقى بخيال قلو يا خيال انزال فرس بدا خياله فرس بدا خياله نزلت بالساحة تتمختر تلعب بالسيف وتتغندر نزلت بالساحة تتمختر تلعب السيف وتتغندر قلب الخيال يتمرمر What a beautiful Mawal um, Unfortunately I don't have enough info on this particular Mawal But if you google or youtube old Arabic Mawal Track 2 you'll find that it's on Swalls Barkley um, A 